0: Yesterday we had a interesting call. All the calls are interesting, but I just use that adjective to describe that call. The guy essentially said that he had a friend, uh, a Catholic friend, twenty years friendship. He w- he was not Catholic. As a matter of fact, he was not Christian. He he readily acknowledged that he didn't believe. And he got into kind of a, an email back and forth with his friend relatively recently. And the friend said, I'm writing you off. I don't want to have anything more to do with you. And at least according to the caller, he, he kind of implied that the in between the lines, uh, the friend's motive was, you pagan, get away from me. And the caller wanted to know what I thought. Well, I don't know how important it is what I think, but nevertheless, you want to know what I thought, and I, I said, you don't write people off because they're non-believers. And typically, you can choose your friends, but you can't choose your relatives, and it's a lot harder to write off relatives, especially the close ones, because you're upset at them or because they've left the faith. Well... Periodically, I'll get emails, and I got a call like this yesterday, where people will say, Dr. A, you've always, or often, said, don't write, for example, your adult daughter off if she's living with her boyfriend. Treat her with love and respect, and even treat him with love and respect, not because you condone what they're doing, and your daughter knows you don't condone what they're doing. You raised her. But the fact is, you got to keep some kind of relationship there. And the objection is, and I've gotten this a number of times in emails, the objection is they need to pay a price for their wrongful conduct. And we need to hold them accountable. Now, keep in mind, these are not 12-year-olds. These are 24-year-olds. We need to hold them accountable for what they're doing. And one of the ways we can hold them accountable is to uh, limit or curtail or totally sever contact. Um, And I struggle with that. I struggle with that one a lot. Because, well, first of all, if in fact they have rejected the moral system, and that's very common, and... Furthermore, it may not be your adult child, it could be a friend, or it could be someone you know, or it could be a co-worker, who doesn't at all believe the things that you believe. They don't accept it. They don't guide their life by it. So for you to say what you're doing is wrong, they would look at you. What are you talking about? I don't agree with that. I don't buy that at all. I'm not doing anything wrong. So... One might make the argument, well, natural law, natural law would indicate that they're doing something wrong. Yeah, well they're they're not being moved by natural law. So the question becomes how much do you push on someone who does not believe, they're not a Catholic, they're not a Christian, they don't believe morally at all. How much do you push on them? That's the first thing. You try to have some kind of relationship with them? If if for example, it's your brother-in-law married to your sister, he's not a believer. At all. Alright, so you tell him he's wrong, and he looks at you like, be quiet, I don't buy it, you have your belief system, I have mine. But let's let's cloudy up the picture. It is someone who proclaims they're Catholic or Christian. And they're acting in a, a grave way counter to that. What do you do? Do you tell them? Okay, you tell them. They don't agree. They don't buy it. They don't listen. Do you keep telling them? Or do you write them off? I had a friend spent an awful lot of time at his house when I was 10, 11, 12, and then all the way, all the way through college, really. I was with him a lot, with his mom, his dad, his parents. We did a lot of things together. And as the years went on, we got into our 20s and 30s, we kind of drifted in our own personal directions. But we were still friends in a lot of ways. He was a very, very close, one of my closest friends as I was growing up. And I didn't really know much about his religious upbringing. They really was a whole lot about that. They were closed about it. And I think they were at some, perhaps, maybe mom and dad were at some attachment to a mainline Protestant denomination, but I wasn't even sure about that. Some years ago, my friend and I were were doing something together. We were traveling, and he said to me, "Raym, that's what he calls me. A lot of a lot of my early early friendships called me Raym, short short for Raymond." He said, "Raym, you know I'm an atheist," and I said, "Yeah, I figured that." Well, I guess I I, guess I was going to tell you, figuring that you wouldn't want to have anything to do with me. And I said, why would you think that? Well, I know what you believe, Ram, and and I don't believe any of that. All right. So why do you think I would just simply write you off as a friend because of the way you think? I don't know what it was. I don't think I did anything that would make him think that if you don't believe like I do I simply don't want to have anything to do with you but I was kind of shocked at him saying this I was wondering if somehow some way I I gave him the message that because you're an atheist well it's time for you to go interestingly enough this same friend built a mother suite, onto his home as his mother began to fail, both cognitively and physically. Seriously fail. And for the last, I don't know, two, three years of her life, he took complete care of her. Complete care of her. He went to the 99th percentile of taking care of his mother. He carried her to the bathroom. He cleaned her up. He fed her until she died. He called me one day and said, Ray, my mom passed away. And I knew her pretty well because when I hung around their house, I mean, she was in the midst of her child-rearing days. And then her husband passed at 67. And I, I was in college when he did and I thought he was an old man. All that changes. And I said to him, you know, I know you don't believe... But if there is a God up there, He's really got to respect what you did, and He said, "Well, I appreciate that. I Appreciate that very much." So He was moved to do something incredibly sacrificial. I mean, there there was his his mom was definitely confused, and in, in many respects, it was extremely difficult to take care of because she was so incapacitated cognitively and physically. But He did it all the way to her death. And he said to me, my mom gave me everything in her life. She lived for me. Least I can do is to live for her in these last days. I don't know as he's gotten older whether he's continued to doubt whether a God exists or even even declares one doesn't exist. But I would never ever write him off Because of that. If I were to separate myself from those people in my life who are misusing the Catholic faith, or who are non-believers, or who even think that I'm going to go to hell because I'm a Catholic, I would have a very shrinking social circle. I had a friend call me once. Wanted me to talk at his son's funeral. He was not attached to any religion whatsoever. His son was twenty-one, and he didn't negotiate a curve. Crashed into a pole, and he died at age twenty-one. And he said, "Ray, would you, would you speak at the calling hours?" I said, "Sure, be glad to do that for you." Now I don't know what exactly his belief system entailed at that time. But apparently in the relationship that we had, he saw something that would move him to ask me to do that. Not that I'm some holier than thou guy. But I think that it was just it was just part and, and interestingly enough, as I've talked to him more lately, he's becoming more overt in talking about his belief system. And by the way, we had a call yesterday. And one more thing, I'll, I'll go to your calls. I had a call yesterday where a fellow said, this is the same fellow, who said, I don't believe, and then he, he more or less talked about how science has just basically blown matters of faith out of the water. And I shared with him some books he might be interested in, some websites. And interestingly enough, I just found out. Andrew, you, you told me this. I don't know if this is Dawkins I think it was Dawkins, one of these very overt new atheists whose goal in life was to drag people away from this Christianity because it was such a horrible, awful, evil thing that was brought upon the world. In a most recent debate, this was a shock heard around the world, at least in that world, he said he wasn't an atheist anymore. He was an agnostic. And his answer was, My curiosity is trumping my skepticism. Fascinating. Very overt, out loud, in your face, you foolish Christians, atheist, saying, Well, I'm not really a total atheist anymore.